0: Welcome to a brand new podcast from Shift. My name is Rich Williams and each episode I'll be joined by members of the Shift team to take a quick look at the research they've been doing into how to make your retail business thrive. Joining me today, CEO Shane Quigley, CTO Ryan Townsend and Customer Success Director Rich Terry. That's not an easy one for you to have to introduce yourself to say. Customer Success Director. You
1: nailed it. Uh, Thank you very much.
0: (laughs) That's why I'm here. Uh, Today, Speed Is everything. Uh, Ryan, I'm going to come to you on this because uh, this is your baby. This is your uh, research that you've been doing. Speed is everything. Explain. As you mentioned in my intro, I'm the CTO,
2: which inherently puts me in the technical space, but this isn't really a technical problem. Um, This is something that affects all major retailers. It's literally costing billions of pounds to these retailers. So, research by Google found that over 53% of people literally leave the website. If it hasn't loaded in in three seconds on a mobile phone. So that's that's the kind of critical stat there we're looking for. We need to be in front of these people quickly. And because of this, it means that we're leaving billions on the table. All this opportunity is lost by people just leaving the website. Effectively, it just comes down to being able to, to bring more. Uh, more revenue into the business and not wasting those customers that you paid so much to acquire. You know, you, you might be paying for Google ads and all these other things, you know, your overall marketing budget. If half of that's going to waste because you can't service these people quick enough, then you've just got an immense cost there for, for no value.
0: I, I mean, I'm as, as guilty as anyone for being a little bit impatient when it comes to stuff. Like I think we all are, we want everything now, don't we? But is, is a couple of seconds, is that that's costing so much money to everyone?
3: Yeah, I think... Um Two, three seconds doesn't sound like a long time until it's on a stopwatch, you know? A lot of this problem uh, is masked as well, because typically if you've got an issue with something called bounce rates, so someone hits your website and they leave within a set period of time, Google Analytics and other analytics packages are available, would class that as um, a bounce rate. But the way those tracking packages work, they load a piece of code that looks at the behavior of people. Now... Typically, when you're trying to get a website to perform well, you leave that code as one of the last things to load. If someone leaves in that two or three seconds while the whole page is loading, that code never loaded. You never tracked that bounce, that lost visitor. So you're looking at your marketing spend and thinking, oh, we've got fairly low bounce rates. Actually, we're converting these people at a fairly good rate. But you might be um, peeing 50% of that budget up the wall. It's kind of like there's a constant joke in the office that every problem in retail, I say, is the very is the biggest problem in retail that no one's talking about. But we're actually talking about it now, so I have to shut up on that <laughs> one. <laughs> it's all banter in the office, lads,
1: isn't it? Oh yeah, hey, it's big lols. Yeah. <laughs> days for days, those zip along. They really do. Um, I think I think the point on this is if going back to that Google stat, if 53 percent of your customers won't wait three seconds, they're leaving you. Where are they going to? going to competitors so this is this isn't just a technical issue it's a business level issue you need to make sure that if they're not waiting for you they're going to go to your customers imagine like it's boxing day sales right i'm there i'm queuing up to get my sofa from ses and i'm waiting for the shutter to open If the shutter doesn't come up quick enough i'm just going to go next door to dfs sofa's not massively different the price point's not massively different stop making it harder for me to buy from you with the the three second thing because it
0: Yes. All right. On a stopwatch. I get what you're saying. Three seconds. If we were silent now for three seconds, that would seem like a long time. But in the grand scheme of things, if I've got to go to another website, say on my mobile phone, that's going to take me more than three seconds. Is it that in my head, I'm like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be slow. This whole thing, it's not just the loading up, this whole process is going to take ages.
3: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, A recent sort of piece of research we did for a new customer, we were looking at um, how we could improve their e-com performance. And we ended up segmenting their customers into two types. Uh, One group we called the browsers, so people hitting the homepage, people hitting category-level pages, mainly out of emails but other channels as well. And then others we called the transactors, who were coming out of Google Shopping. Now, in our experience, Google Shopping, should be one of your best converting channels because you've searched in Google directly for a product, you've checked out its price, its color. Sometimes you can you can work out whether this size is even in stock or not. And literally it's like, well, I'll go with these guys. Bang. So there's a there's an inherent level of trust of clicking on that as well because you've probably seen their Google review rating. Well we looked at this group of customers and they were their worst performing group which we just couldn't work out why. Until we spent a longer time looking at their user experience, it was slow, it was painful, it was unintuitive, it was hard to find other products that you wanted to add to your basket as well. And then finally, to add insult to injury, the checkout was convoluted at best. So what you then realize is, with a short attention span of customers and the fact that if they're on a desktop, they can just literally shut that tab and you've still got the whole of Google Shopping available to you, five other people willing to serve that need then it's a big issue. And I think on mobile, whilst you haven't necessarily got that tab, it does open a new window and you can just shut that window. It's not so much, oh, it's taking three seconds to load, so I see a blurry picture, then a slightly more focused picture, and now I see the picture and now I'm in. In a lot of instances, it's just a blank screen whilst it loads everything in the background. So you would be forgiven for thinking your Wi-Fi's fallen over, all the website's down. So you hit back or close, you start the journey again.
0: What's more effective then? Is it the speed as opposed to the look? or is it a combined thing together? You know, Sometimes I like the look of the site that I've gone on on my, my mobile, but I guess if it hasn't loaded up then, then I haven't seen it. So is there, is there any research into how effectively people prefer the look of it compared to the speed of it? It's all joined up. It's all the experience that you're offering to someone. It's the same as if you're
2: going around a supermarket, the supermarket might look nice from the outside, but if you're dragging someone around like miles and miles of aisles just to try and find what they want, you know, and that process is very arduous, then you're probably you know, going to give up or order less. You know, Average order value is a, is a big metric that, that retailers collect. Did my kids
0: tell you to say this about being dragged around the supermarket. <laughs> is, that, is that what this is? But yeah, if it's taking a long time, it's, it's not going to be as good a process, is it? Yeah,
2: yeah absolutely. It all ties together. Um, you've got to have a, a website that has a great user experience, and a lot of that you won't even see. Same thing with speed. If it's all working correctly, you're not going to really see it as such. Um, you're just going to feel that it's a slick process that you're going through. Through. On the visual side of things, things might look nice to you or, or, you know, you might be like, oh, I don't really like that font or whatever, but ultimately it should be invisible. The way that our human bodies work, anything under 100 milliseconds feels instant to us. When you start going over a second, it's st- you're starting to notice things. At the 10 second point, you've completely switched task at that point. And that, that, that's for most people. Mm. So this this 3 seconds just an average you know that's that you know you're going to have a very long tail of people particularly on Slow devices on slow networks, and that's not just the not just people out in rural areas or or people who've got cap data plans and things like that. You know, um, you know they're paying monthly for their data and all that kind of stuff. You could be in first class in an aeroplane using their crappy Wi-Fi. Every website's going to be slow to load. So the websites that have optimized for
3: speed are going to be noticeably different every single time. I think there's a lot of people out there, the decision makers and in the tech teams that are thinking, well, we're on 4G now. Most people have got 4G. That's fast, so... What does it matter how well-optimized our website is? And 5G is coming. That's going to smash it out the park. It's going to know where I want to go before I even want to go there. But I spent a little bit of time in London recently and got my passport sorted out, went down to London. Uh, And (laughs) (laughs) and, um, people... I was noticed I'm getting full reception on 4G and literally nothing's happening because there's a concurrency issue. The more people concentrated in an area connecting to this kind of technology, it throttles the bandwidth that you actually have available to you. So it can't just be like... We need to ignore this and technology will take care of it. We do need to be optimising for this because it is a big problem. And and it's m- more prevalent. Train stations, uh, bus stations, events, highly populated areas are, st- are suffering from this problem. So is that a case of
0: if you're in charge of running the website to actually make sure that you're aiming it the speeds at the worst possible connection device that you might end up with you know basically aim at the lowest common denominator basically when you have to speak to me about retail aim at the lowest common denominator <laughs> and it's something might come through yeah absolutely i mean that's the one of the big challenges culturally um, is that a lot of
2: businesses you know you sat on enterprise scale wi-fi and it's all running nice and fast in your office you're all on the latest iphones and all that kind of stuff that's not the real world when you're sat at work you have a very different experience to your customers so you should be trying to replicate that as much as possible. Um, Shane mentioned things like Google Analytics. If you can dig into that data and it shows you what devices your customers are using, you know, go and buy one. Go to the mobile phone section on Amazon. Look at the best sellers. I bet none of them are iPhones. Pick out the top one, go and buy that. It'll give you a better indication of of really what kind of devices um, people are going to be using. Facebook have implemented this thing called 2G Tuesdays. They literally have a separate Wi-Fi connection that's limited to 2G, so not 4G, not 3G, 2G. Their team are encouraged to switch to that Wi-Fi network every Tuesday and say, look, try and use Facebook for the day. Try and do your job. Feel." you know, what it's like for real people using the web. And then that
0: way they can optimize things because they're going to feel that pain. Let me ask you, you can answer this honestly, being on the tech side of things. Do you think sometimes companies and businesses look at these things as perhaps less important in the the ladder of importance because it's not instant, Money. It's not how many sales you've made. It's a different thing. That's all right. It's helping contribute. But actually, what you're saying is this is going to increase the sales. This is as important. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's a huge push from the likes of Google for this stuff. Um, You know, they've
2: already started doing things like bumping uh, results down or up depending on how fast your website is. So literally, you know, you're investing all this money in things like SEO. Well, performance is now a big part of that. You know, it's it's another thing that needs investment. And they've even got to a point where um, I, I was chatting to um, one of the Google Chrome engineers uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, and he was saying some, some You're <laughs> not a too often <laughs> <them>. <laughs> yeah. um, Show off. <laughs> can do a little shout out to Joab. He was saying, you know, sometimes we give people the carrot, and you know, that's like, oh, we can rank you higher or whatever it may be. And then sometimes people need the stick. So they've they've just introduced. Um, it's not live yet, but they've previewed what the kind of thinking is, basically for websites that are known to load slowly, rather than showing this this blank white screen, and obviously the customer will feel that pain, but they don't know whether it's their Wi-Fi, whether it's their phone, whether what it might be, they are literally going to show a page that says this website loads slowly, and a little spinner, telling that customer it's the fault of the retailer, not your device, not your Wi-Fi connection, etc. They're saying this website hasn't been optimized. As soon as you see that screen, you're just going to go, "Oh, I'll
1: just go somewhere else." You only give that one chance, don't you? As exactly. well, you're
0: like, "Oh, we're not going back here." Even if it's perhaps then optimized in the future, they, "Oh no, I remember seeing that message." Exactly. Yeah.
1: And because of things like that, that three seconds that we spoke about at the start is going to become two seconds. Is going to become one yeah. second. As soon as you see that, you're beginning to doubt that return, and you're not going to you're not going to wait around. Why would you?
3: Exactly. Still out there. As soon as someone says technology, they go. Oh, I'm not a technologist, I'll let someone else do all this. But if you put the right metrics in place, which we've got articles talking about how you measure this properly, because there's ways to game it, but a broader metric that measures the whole page load so you understand when people can interact with the website and actually buy it rather than which when they see the first picture uh, is massively important. But it should be the kind of discussion on a weekly trading board where it's like, right, did we hit our number, yes or no? Yes, we did. Okay, cool. What did we leave on the table? We had a target of two-second page load. Well, we were loading at two and a half seconds, so we hit a number, but we were actually 25% over where we wanted it to be. Okay, well, what did we leave on the table? Not to beat anyone with a stick, but to say what we're doing to improve it next week because we can sweat our marketing budget more efficiently. We can get more out of our customers. We can get better uh, lifetime value and repeat purchase from our customers if we give them that better experience. But that conversation is just not happening at board level in 99% of retailers.
0: Shane, Ryan, Rich, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Ryan, back in your tech shed, which I assume is what he's got somewhere at Shift. Is that right?
2: Um, well, I share it with Shane. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> Whoever shares the shed, that's totally up to you. Uh, and join us next time on the Shift podcast when we'll be explaining what science friction is is all about.